I'm Enoch. And I'm Isaac. And you're listening to the What About Therapy podcast. What about therapy? All right, y'all. This is episode 94 or 5. I think it's 5, actually. Or 6. Who knows? I think it's 6. Yeah, who knows? We've been... uh... (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty invested. (laughs) No, we're just been we've just been busy. We know. We know it. I know every week you're looking at the podcast hoping that wow, hopefully one day they release another episode. <laughs> I want you to know that every week it goes like this. Hey, when can we film? Oh, Tuesday would work. Oh, okay. Tuesday rolls around. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't end up working. Uh, but we're here. So, it's going to be fun. And some might say that the reason for today's topic is the reason we may not record as much. Because <laughs> of you, <laughs> not me. <laughs> That's probably true. So we're talking about ADHD and why it's probably getting worse for you as time goes on and not better, despite possible medications or whatever it is you're doing. Most likely it's medication. That's going to be... That's the most common way of treating ADHD. And obviously there are controversial ideas around that, if it's the best for you or if it's not. Um, But yeah, so we're going to talk about a couple things. So first, let me pull up my notes. Boop. Here we go. So what is ADHD? Tell us, Isaac. Educate us. What is this? So ADHD is attention deficit forget the h what's the h hyperactivity hyperactivity disorder there you go um it just has to do with having a hard time concentrating on things for long periods of time um i'd say that's one of the biggest things another one is like hard time sleeping hard time kind of like shutting off your brain and your brain's always just kind of like going everywhere and it's kind of hard to like control emotions at times as well so you can become emotionally dysregulated as well because of adhd yeah it's hard to do things with ADHD because you focus on one thing and then your brain's like nah I want to do something else and so it does something else and then you just switch tasks so you try and do one task while in the middle of that you do 100 other tasks very slightly so yeah that's Zuko's toy okay (laughs) um yeah so I also think going back, backtracking a little bit, I think one of the biggest misconceptions about just like, well, here's my, this may be me in a corner, but is medicine is like a fix all. Like I'll just jump on medication right. and if it's correct, I'm just like, I'm chilling. I don't need to change anything. Like I'll just jump on this medication and I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, medication can help. Like I'm an advocate for that. Um, but I don't think it's just like a fix all. You have to like change habits and behaviors as well or else nothing will change. And so I think something that is difficult at times for people is they are like, okay, I have this really bad ADHD. I'm going to go to a psychiatrist. They're going to give me, you know, whatever it is, Adderall or something, for example, and Mm -hmm. everything will just be fixed. And it can improve your life, but it won't fix just like your habits and behaviors. Like that's something that you have to do by yourself. And so that's something today, like we kind of want to talk about that side of it and less of the medication side, but just, that's kind of just like an introduction going into it is we're kind of talking about what it can do to your brain, like what ADHD does and like how we can get in better habits and, you know, uh, and on top of that, 
hopefully medication too. Cause I mean, that's my corner. I think medication helps. So, yeah, no medication is great. We've talked about that several times on the podcast, how it's great to get you where you want to be, but the goal of medication is to get off of it as soon as you can. It's like a crutch, right? Like if you break your leg, you don't want to be on crutches for the rest of your life. You want to try and get strong by doing different exercises and strengthening your leg so then you can not use the crutches and you can actually walk and you don't have to worry about those. So that's the way medication needs to be used and that's the way it's not used today. And with with respect to like actual chemical imbalances that people need medication to function um, for their life just to like balance out their chemicals in their brain. Um, But kind of like Enoch said... Maybe you don't have like a chemical imbalance genetically in your brain, but you kind of use it in that moment for like a crutch to help get you on your feet and build those habits and then hopefully go off of it. But right. that's not for everyone. Like I've talked with and treated a lot of people, treated makes it sound like I gave them medication, but I didn't. But um, it's just like I've talked with a lot of people where it's like, you know, your whole life you're going to be on medication and that's okay. Like that's something that your brain needs um, with like certain disorders, but I feel like today with ADHD, it's so common that like a lot of people have it, but it's like brought on by bad habits and behaviors and it's not something genetically that's passed down to them. Right. Yep. I think to some degree, a lot of us do have, um, ADHD symptoms and, you know, depending on the person that's going to, those are going to look different. And the thing about ADHD is that it's recognized as a clinically diverse condition with elevated rates of comorbidities with other psychiatric conditions. So a comorbid thing is like, um, it goes hand in hand with something else. So ADHD is commonly hand in hand with things like depression and anxiety. And what's also linked with depression and anxiety is the rate at which someone uses or the extent at which someone uses social media. So the more someone uses social media, the higher rates of depression they're going to have, the higher rates of anxiety and stress they're going to have, which in turn then can make ADHD symptoms worse. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a vicious cycle. Like, right. And hopefully out of today, you all can kind of get an idea of how to break that cycle for yourself or what it might look like, how to break or like what a breaking cycle might look like. Um, but kind of going into social media, we want to talk a little bit about that today because social media is driving a lot of the mental illness like outbreak that we see um, today. Like there's no, it's not just like a coincidence that all of a sudden social media becomes a bigger deal and everyone's has social media in the world and it's like way more common in this, this past like, you know, five, 10 years. Yeah. And now all, now we have like the mental health epidemic, like everything's just getting worse. Um, I'd say it started back probably with like Vine. You remember Vine? Yep. And Six second videos. Seven. Seven seconds. Are they seven? Yeah, oh. I think so. Um, comment down below, six or seven. But <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, we, I mean, you remember, we would just sit there and watch Vines like all day. All day. And they so were just funny. so funny. But like, yeah. that was something, that was like diving into a new um, atmosphere. It was like diving into a new like world for us because that had yeah. that was never something on social media that was a thing it's like nope. constant dopamine hit after constant dopamine hit and you just swipe 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 video 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 and now yeah. we see every single social media site found out that's how you get people hooked is all those small dopamine hits 
And so you see on Instagram, TikTok is like the new Vine, but longer. So it's like worse. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they're both pretty bad. Well, and Instagram, has, Instagram has the reels. Right. Uh, pretty sure Twitter, now known as X, is has stuff like that. I don't know. I don't use Twitter. Yeah. Thanks, Elon. In a good Appreciate way. You. I actually like Twitter now, but whatever. Um, I still don't use it. But yeah, so it's just like social media, like the companies that are running social media know what they're doing. They know that if they add some sort of swiping um, mechanism in there that they're going to get more people and more people are going to spend more time on it because they just have figured out that's how the brain works. Yeah. So if ADHD is something that you struggle with or deal with on a daily basis or you're taking medications for, take a step back and look at your habits. How much time do you genuinely spend on social media or on your phone, on video games? Now look, Isaac and I are huge advocates for video games. We love video games. Oh yeah. I mean, it's how we bonded. (laughs) Yeah. And it's how we still bond. It's how we hang out. It's how I hang out with a lot of friends and stuff like that. Um, But like all things, we need balance. And in a lot of people's lives, there are, there's not balance when it comes to things like social media, video games, things like that. Right. So look at your habits. Odds are you spend more than at least half an hour a day on social media, just otherwise known as death scrolling. You just kind of scroll and scroll and scroll. And you know that you need to get off social media and go do something productive. But you keep going. Because I've been there. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> and you like can't stop. Right. It's like it's why like, am I why am I scrolling? But you just keep going. You find one thing that's like, oh my gosh, this video is hilarious. And you you find yourself keep you're, you're still scrolling. It's insane. And that fact of death scrolling means that you've got to take a step back and stop. Whatever that looks like for you, whether you go outside, go <laughs> A gamer term is go touch grass. <laughs> touch grass, dude. <laughs> go touch grass. Um, go to the gym. Learn to do something productive like read a book. Like uh, last week, I got a book on my phone through the, the iBooks app. That's an underrated app, by the way. Really good app for reading. And I finished a book in a week that was over 500 pages. I replaced Instagram with just reading and it was a book that I really enjoyed. It's not like I was miserable reading the book. I, I loved it. It was addicting. That's why you weren't responding to my memes I was sending you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I got a bunch of, like, if I pull my Instagram right now, I would probably have, like, at least 12 plus messages in my meme threads. <laughs> Just it's like people sending memes. It's, like, interesting because we can step back and recognize things like that, but we're not exempt Um, I think that's something that needs to be talked about more often is like people that recognize these things doesn't mean all of a sudden their brain is just different. Like Enoch and I still send each other memes and there are times where we're death scrolling. Like, yeah. And it's just habit building. Like you can build habits, you can break habits. Um, I mean, Enoch, go ahead and read some of those interesting facts we found about social media, like usage. It's just like mind boggling. Yeah. So get this. The uh, description to the links, or the links will be in the description below for these articles if you want to go read them. But there are several studies that have been coming out recently about ADHD and um, the use of social media and how they're linked. So those with a higher social media use are 53% more likely 
to experience new ADHD symptoms. So even if your ADHD is chemically imbalanced, okay, and the vast majority of ADHD is our genetics, like you're going to be born with it, but you can make it worse, a lot worse by what you do. And so if you use social media, you're 53% more likely to have new ADHD symptoms. And it's not like if you go on Instagram for 10 minutes a day, you know, check out your memes, send some other memes and you call it a day. That's literally all I use it for. <laughs> that's all I, all I do. Um, then that's fine. But the key word is a higher social media use. So what that looks like, um, I'd say anything over like 45 minutes a day. Yeah. And for like different people, it varies. Right. Like some people might be more sensitive to things like that. And others might be like kind of brain fried to stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, that's just like everyone's brain is different. Everyone builds yeah. habits differently. Everyone can be like addicted to things differently and quick, quicker or slower, things like that. But yeah, it's just kind of like taking this information that we're giving and applying it to your life, seeing like what your behaviors look like. Right. So get this. The American Psychiatric Association estimates that 2% of adults have ADHD, while 5% of children have ADHD. Now, I swear, almost like 95% of people I talk to say they have something like ADHD. I'm like, you probably don't. <laughs> but you probably have ADHD symptoms due to your habits on social media and your daily habits in general. Um, there, there's a lot of self-diagnosing going on these days because there's so much information out there. So people are like, oh, I have this. When in reality, you may just have some symptoms and you actually don't have ADHD because um, only 2% of adults have ADHD. And according to someone I, people I talk to, you would think that 90% of adults have ADHD yeah. when that's not true. It's really just your habits that are making you think you have something like ADHD because you cannot pay attention because of your scrolling on Instagram or your constant um, need to watch YouTube videos. I think that's more of a, um, like a pull for me is, in, is uh, YouTube. And what's interesting is if you watch a YouTube video that's really captivating, the frame will change every three seconds because the average person starts losing interest after three seconds. Isn't that sad? <laughs> like, have you noticed even with like podcasts or videos of someone just like talking, they have like three different angles and it's like, pew, pew, right. Pew, pew, yep. Or zoom in close, zoom in out <laughs> like constantly to keep your brain from not getting bored, just sitting there watching. Yeah. And like, we're not going to edit our videos like that. You get the raw footage. Oh, that's <laughs> you, right. you sit there and stare at us. <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, we might one day if we have an editor. This just takes a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but that's how they get you. And that's why it's addicting because it's, there's a, it's always busy. There's always something that's changing going on. Yeah. And I want to just address how this can like, this reflects into your life, like into your everyday life. So you might think, oh, there's no, you know, there's no harm in just like sitting here for a couple hours and just like watching these videos and just kind of like death scrolling. Like it doesn't yeah. really matter. Um, well, college students know that's not true because like 
you procrastinate, you get worse grades, you just have a hard time paying attention in class and things like that. Like that's a way you can see it reflecting. But I think a way that everyone can see it reflect in their life is you lose the ability to like reflect on accomplishments. You lose the ability to feel like satisfied with what you've done in your life. Yeah, It's like a common theme nowadays too, to like hear someone will be shooting for some goal. Let's say my goal is to buy Enoch a Rolex, which someday I will. Um, that is a goal <laughs> and it's going to be awesome when it happens. But if that's my goal and I finally achieve that goal, um, people nowadays, like I might not find a sense of accomplishment in that. And I'm like, why did I not feel accomplished? I just bought him like a freaking Rolex. Like that's a big deal. But why am I not getting like that dopamine hit of, wow, I did something good. I hit that accomplishment. And it's because you lose the ability to reflect on what you just did. And so if you look, that translates directly to social media, death scrolling. How often do you watch a video and truly reflect on what you just watched? Like, it's like, Never, because instantly a next one pops up. Right. So it's like you watch a funny video, you get a little like nose breathe laugh, and then <laughs> it goes right to the next one. Yeah. And you have, and you know, you, you might be like, oh, that was a funny video. I've seen that video. But you didn't reflect on what you just watched. Your brain is just like a little dopamine hit next. Yeah. And so when people finally reach an accomplishment that they've been striving for for a long time, it's like, okay, next. What's next? Right. Instead of What's just next? being like wow, that was something really awesome. Let me like sit and enjoy this for a second. Yeah. There have been some posts on Instagram when I'm in my death scrolling moment where the post would say, can you name the last two memes you just saw? Like the last (laughs) post that you just saw. Yeah. And most of the time I can't. I'm like, that's freaky. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Or they're like, stop scrolling on Instagram. Get out and go to the gym. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then I scroll. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen those videos where um, it's like one of those satisfying videos where guys are throwing massive boulders off a bridge into water. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. And then right before the boulder hits the water, it stops and... (laughs) motivational music starts playing and the and the other video disappears it's like what are you doing <laughs> i can't even talk it's like what are you doing with your life <laughs> sitting here staring at your phone yeah. go outside touch grass and you're like no i wanted to see the boulder hit yeah i know it's so funny um anyway so some other statistics for you is i wanted to see what the average use of social media is with your average person. And I was I wasn't shocked, but at the same time I was at the answer. So people in general around the world spend an average of 2 hours and 24 minutes on social media every day. That That's is a lot. so long. That's a lot. And obviously, you know, it's throughout the day. Most of the time it's going to be at night or in the morning when you wake up and then sporadically throughout the day. What's interesting is that the United States is actually 10 minutes less than your average person around the world. Nice. Good job. We're at two hours and 14 minutes. Nice work. Wow. (laughs) We're getting somewhere. All right. I I also think it's interesting that the most common time that you will sit on your phone and watch videos is right when you wake up or right when you go to bed. Yeah. And it's just like, that's a great way to throw off your sleep schedule. Like it's literally the worst times. It's like the worst times for your brain is when we all do it. And yeah. that's just, it's just sad. It's a sad reality. And like, 
We're like, why am I so tired? Like, I've been like this recently. Why am I so tired? I got like nine hours of sleep. It's because like I was on social media up until I went to bed. I was on social media when I woke up. And so like learning to at least identify that and be like, okay, I need to change that is a great first step. Yeah. Because what's interesting is when you're falling asleep, your body naturally releases melatonin. I'm sure a lot of you probably didn't know that because you may take the melatonin pill and may think, oh, I need melatonin. But (laughs) guess what? Your body produces that naturally. Isn't that cool? It's the thing that counteracts that are things like dopamine. Dopamine gets you excited. It gets you hyped. It makes you, gives you energy. And so when your body's trying to fall asleep, your brain's getting these little dopamine hits with these Instagram reels or YouTube that's literally dumbing down or throwing out your melatonin. And so, yeah, no wonder you're not as tired when you start scrolling or watch a fun YouTube video rather than if you were to just read a book or just a physical book or just lay there or like, just lay there and think about your day like, right or meditate or um practice mindfulness stuff like that i mean we we thought the two hours 24 minutes or the two hours and 14 minutes for those of you in the u.s was bad there's another statistic that 38 percent of gen z spends over four hours a day on social media for all you gen zers out there wait you know you're gen z right I think you are. I think you're on the cutoff. Let me see you in Gen Z. So um, you keep going. Because I know for a fact I'm a Gen Z and I know I think Enoch is too, barely on the cutoff. But it's just like four hours a day. Do you know what you can do? Like for four hours every single day? <laughs> Enoch got this statistic earlier because he's a big reader. I'm not. Um, but I need to become better at reading. Yeah, um, Gen Z is 1997 to 2012. Okay, yeah. So we're both in there. Yeah, we're both in there. We're both young bucks. Yeah, go ahead, but, read that stat. But the average reader can read about 200 words per minute, and that's about four and a half hours to read a 200-page book. And so you could read a 200-page book like every single day. Every day. Now, your average self-help book is probably about 200 pages long, like 150 to 200 pages. They're fairly short. You could read one of those every single day. You could read 1,000 pages a week in five days. You could read 1,400 pages in a seven-day week. Isn't that insane? Now, I'm a, I'm a really big reader. I love like fantasy books, and one of the biggest fantasy series right now is The Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson. And if we were recording a video, you could see the bookshelf back here. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, the books are huge in that series. They're over 1,000 pages long. And people are like, oh, it's going to take me forever to read that. It's like, actually, you know, it could really only take you five days. <laughs> if you stopped your social media use, you Gen Zer who spends four hours a day on social media. And I've, I'll probably, I probably have done that. Totally. I have hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like phones, phones can tell you how much you spend every day on your phone. And it's like, you right. spent six hours on your phone today. And you're like, what? Right. A lot of that's Clash of Clans. <laughs> YouTube and Instagram, it's probably what those three that take up yeah. um, the most of my time. But, you know, and even we're talking about social media, but you can even argue any phone use is right. going to do that same thing. Because why are you on your phone? Because it feels good yeah. because you're getting those dopamine hits. So when you're playing things like Clash of Clans or uh, Clash Royale, any of those games, you know, you're still getting those dopamine hits. Right. And so technology in general can cause these same things we've talked about. Yeah. And so bringing it all back. 
why is your ADHD getting worse? The short answer is it depends on a various amount of different things. But the one we really focused on today was social media. And I think that's one of the biggest causes of ADHD or self-diagnosed ADHD that we see today. Um, What we hope, what we challenge you all to do, and what I'm challenging myself right now, Andy Nick to do, Mm. is to find a way to break your cycle. We talked about that vicious cycle at the beginning with depression, anxiety, social media, and then ADHD and all of it kind of going hand in hand and just getting worse and worse and worse. Find a way to break your cycle. What are your habits looking like? What can you change in them to make you have a better mental health state of mind? And challenge you to do that. Um, It's not easy to break cycles and habits, but it's very, very, very rewarding. Um, and I think it's good to just learn how to break habits and just change your routine because it puts you more in uncomfortable places. But mentally, I think that's like one of the healthiest things you can do is just learn how to like be in control of your actions and not just kind of go autopilot every day. Yeah. What's going to be important is, um, no surprise here, acceptance and commitment therapy. When you're going to break a cycle you're going to go into withdrawals whether that be you know hardcore drug addiction pornography addiction social media addiction you're going to go through withdrawals you're going to have the desire or the itch to start scrolling or what if my friend just messaged me on instagram or sent me a meme i have to go see it i can't ignore them yes you can Um, you're going to have withdrawals so what you're going to want to do during these withdrawals is establish a sense of values. What are your values? What do you value in life? Most likely you don't value wasting time on social media. You don't value wasting time in general. You don't value death scrolling. If you do, let me know. I'd be interested to meet you and see how things are. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it'd be a pretty Um, interesting conversation. (laughs) Right. So establish a sense of values. What do you value in life? And then start directing your actions towards those values. I'm sure... Any of you guys that have listened to any of our episodes, you're familiar with acceptance and commitment therapy at this point. And if you're not, go back in like 10 episodes and I'm sure you'll you'll find something. Something back there. There's yeah. what, 94, 95, 96? Who knows? Well, we're, 100 we're somewhere up there. <laughs> oh, actually, had 124 yeah. episodes because we have all of our little other series. Yeah, you'll find something in there. Yeah, you'll find something in there. But, well, thank you all for joining us today on our What About Therapy podcast. We hope you got something out of it. Um, and sorry it didn't hit those little dopamine hits, you know, that you really were looking for in a podcast, but we hope you got something out of it. We hope you can uh, break that cycle and live a healthier life. That's our goal. Um, and we hope you join us next time on the What About Therapy podcast. Thanks, guys. Danny D, take us out. What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? Yeah. What about, what about therapy? 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 Yeah.